When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Vintage Scandal. I just asked Holly, I said, do you ever get tired of any, you know, vintage scandal that has to do with Keith? Richards and Mick Jagger. And I looked at Lori and I was like, who are you talking to? Of course not. There is vintage scandal for days, months, years about Mick and Keefe. Bring it on. Mick and Keefe. And, you know, they're getting ready to embark on a European tour. Yes, I read that. Which can only mean that maybe we're going to get another U.S. tour. And um, did you see them when they were down at U.S. Bank Stadium? I did not. Did you? Yeah. Were they good? Amazing. Amazing. It was so good. And I, you know, I've, I've, I've been lucky enough to see them. Four other times. Mm. So I'm on the steel mm. wheels tour. You know, it you was know. one of those things where I was on the fence the last time oh, at U.S. Bank Stadium. But I so think if they roll into town again, it I was think really I amazing yes. how really good they were and that chemistry and dynamic with the band. And just there really is the, the, glim- the glimmer. Tw- I mean, they really are everything. So there's kind of this, uh, you know, renewed interest because Keith Richards, he has always, they have been together for 56 money spending blues crunching years, which is incredible. I mean, who thought when they were exchanging records back in London, when they were teenagers that Mm -hmm. they would be here right now? Well, they met um, at primary school Mm -hmm. and then as teenagers, of course, formed the band and all that time they have feuded over everything. As long as they've been together from the petty, Yes. About Keith Richards' timekeeping, Jagger's love of camp to the explosive, which one of the most explosive things that happened in their friendship was, of course, Keith's drug addiction. Yes. And for Keith Richards, it was Mick Jagger accepting a knighthood. That was one of the Mm. things that really threw... Really? Well, of course, because Keith edge. is not hmm. about any of that kind of no. stuff. No. And women, too, have always been oh, a flashpoint. Yes. No. They shared I mean, that's an understatement. the favors of 60s beauties, including Marianne Faithful and Anita Pallenberg. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've fallen out over others, most notably Mick Jagger's first wife, Bianca, whom Keith Richards heartily disliked. Did you guys know that? No, I didn't know that they didn't get along. And I guess Keith Richards, if asked, with his in a group of friends, he will deliver a really spot on wicked impression of Keith of Mick Jagger's, you know, waggling dance moves, which are just classic. (laughs) Um, And in his book Life, which did you read that? I did. Yeah, I did. Fantastic. And so good. His observation that Mick Jagger, who is I mean, he's 
he's a legend as far as, you know, like he, here he is, this guy who the way he looks, but has just been with all these beautiful women. And, oh, of course. I mean, he's kind of a quite well, a Romeo. Yes, well, he, he's world. known, and especially, I mean, he's still a virile man. Yes, and he'd like yeah. you to know. Remember, Keith told us he had a tiny todger. Yes, he yes. did. Yes, of course. And I it caused that. a gigantic upset. They were not <laughs> speaking to each other. And then oh. two weeks ago, he did an interview with the Wall Street Journal, and he was asked about Mick Jagger fathering a child with ballet dancer, uh, whatever her name is, two years ago at the age of 73. And he said, Mick's a randy old bastard. It's time for the snip. You can't be a father at that age. Those poor kids. Within hours, Keith was backtracking because the tour is upcoming this summer. And so he tweeted, I deeply regret the comments I made about Mick and the Wall Street Journal, which were completely out of line. I have, of course, apologized to him in person. And in an interview with a British newspaper after the Wall Street Journal story, he went further To suggest at least a veneer of camaraderie. He said, Mick and I live off the fire between us. We were made for each other. It's like putting on an old glove man. Yes. A low glove man. But he concedes they stay away from each other when not on stone business. And those close to the band uh, told the Wall Street Journal they expect the deep freeze between them to continue. They will travel separately with their own entourages on tour never visit each other's dressing rooms. They are reported to barely speak. Yet Marianne Faithful once said, of all of Mick Jagger's relationships, the only one that really means anything to him is the one he has with Keith. I believe that. I believe that. I, I you so know, what, why I, does Keith Richards keep aggravating Mick Jagger? Is it sort of just because he probably it's knows fun. it gets the older yeah. brother? Yeah, Donnie, no, you're yeah. exactly. Really? It's, it's so fun. fun. It gets under Mick Jagger's skin. Yeah, he knows it gets under his skin. He knows that yeah. it will. And I mean, he stepped back. He apologized, of course, to make the peace because yeah. it, it, a tour is a massive undertaking yeah. that involves many, many individuals, and it's like a traveling city. Yeah. At this point, the Rolling Stones, I would argue, their tour is a traveling city so you know he's he's making the piece whatever but i feel like i mean look if you look at the cover of the wall street journal magazine keith richards on the cover he has that mischievous twinkle in his eye like he and him i think with keith it's always been about the music it's been about the love of the music and keith richards just kind of wants to play he wants to be in the rolling stones and if and mick jagger seems you know he is about the music but he's also about the business of the Rolling yeah, Stones. Yeah, which thank good. I mean, they're which kind they of yin need and to yang. yin and yang, but they they feed again, like and, what Keith said, they feed off the fire of each other. And there is something to be said for somebody that, like, the first time they met, they were Keith Richards was seven. Oh yeah, and Mick Jagger was showing off a chemistry set to a teacher. Yes, well, and I Mick, didn't realize they were that. Young. They were yeah. that young, and then they met. bumped into each other again. Uh, nine years later at a, at a train station right. and two years later, the Rolling Stones were founded in 1962 and initially they were very close. When fame hit just two years later in 64. 1964, yeah. mm-hmm. conflict took root because Mick Jagger with his whole androgynous look became an object for frenzied fans yeah. and he loved it and Keith Richards was devoted to the blues and couldn't stand teeny boppers and was deathly afraid of the teenage fans. And at that point, each of them thought they were 
the soul of the Stones. Of course. Well, and then you could argue that the Rolling Stones was Brian Jones's band at one point in the mid sixties. Yeah, but, but then, we're not talking about. But we're those not. Two. No, we're not talking about Brian <laughs> like, Jones. But what I'm saying is that you know there would there was conflict and, and yes. being swept up in that whole mania of girls and other things. Yeah, and, and I think you know Mick, uh, Keith Richards. Uh, you know, he said it best: mix rock and I'm roll. Yeah, that's how he's described totally. it. Totally. And uh, one of the things I guess ever since the seventies. Mick Jagger gets disparaged and given a lot of grief by Keith Richards. Keith refers to him as Brenda. Oh. Okay. Her Royal Highness or the Queen Mother because he's such a social climber in his faintly effeminate Mm -hmm. manner. Mm -hmm. And apparently he's been known to comment, if Her Royal Highness had her way, we'd be playing in bleep and panto. Oh, like pantomime. Pantomime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And while he will concede on occasion that Mick Jagger is the best front man in rock history, he's more likely to take a swipe at the well preserved singer who does a grueling daily fitness regime, which you can tell he's very fit. And he said, Keith Richards just says he's. He doesn't like his social pretensions that Mick Jagger has. Sure. Understandable. And, um, of course, they used to share a love of narcotics. And uh, the Stones, American Tour, 1972, we read about in Keith Richards' book, Life, is considered the most debauched rock and roll (laughs) tour of all time. That's saying a lot. (laughs) Because it was a marathon of sexual and narcotic indulgence in like massive ways. Yeah. And again, that says a lot. There are a lot of debauchers tours in the early 70s yeah, in rock and roll. Yeah, like Led Zeppelin or a band like that. According Jeez. to Robert Greenfield of Rolling, Rolling Stone magazine, every kind of drug was available uh, to them in 72, including a four foot long line of cocaine, which was laid gosh. out on a mirror oh, and consumed it. in a matter oh, of yeah, minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah. Then in 1976, Mick Jagger gave up drugs for girlfriend Jerry Hall. And from that point forward, got mad at Keith Richards about the drugs. And, of course, Keith Richards almost died after a Stones concert in 76 because he had a habit of taking a small snort of heroin while driving, which caused him to drive his Bentley into the central reservation of the M1. Oh, which is a huge highway. Yeah. Main highway. And during later concert tours, Richards was reputed to smoke dirty cigarettes laced with heroin on stage with Ronnie Wood. And Richards got clean from heroin in 81, but drove uh, Mick Jagger crazy because he would drink and be really drunk. Yeah. And Mm. their 1981 tour, which was the first time I saw the Stones, um, is that for Tattoo You? or no, no, I don't even think it was Tattoo You. I can't remember what it was. It was at the old Civic Center. I was living up in Duluth, and I remember I went and got a whole new outfit, oh for, my, of course including a glitter of- headband. Yes! That I, yes! I know. Uh, but that was one of the most profitable in rock history in 81. Now, think about what the ticket prices were in 81, too. Oh, probably, so. yeah. Not very much. But um, anyway, he that always drove... Mick crazy. It was the Tattoo You tour. It was the Tattoo You. Yes. Okay, there's glitter headband. Yeah, and so while Richards was getting into the drug addiction, Mick Jagger was taking action to make the fortune for all of the bands. Yes. And he just the Voodoo Lounge, he Mick Jagger hired Prince Rupert von Lowenstein. Oh. Oh, him. 
to establish the stones as a money-making machine. And uh, yeah, the, the Voodoo, Voodoo Lounge. Lounge in 94, 95 grossed um, like $300 million. Yeah, it's a big deal. The I Bigger Bang. Mm-hmm. That started in 2005 and 2007. Took almost $500 million, More than a million dollars a day. And um, anyway, and they got mad at each other. You know, when Mick Jagger made a solo album in 85, that caused a riff. And... Um, uh, also, as Jagger's marriage to Jerry Hall ended after he impregnated the Brazilian swimsuit model. Yeah. Um, yeah. He told an interview, I've never started a relationship just for the purpose of wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Chicks are too precious for that. Chicks no one too ever divorced me. It boils down to the fact I've never just been interested in a lay. Wow. Yeah. Romantic Oof. words. Yeah. And, right and, there. and Keith Richards went crazy when Mick Jagger took his knighthood in 2003 and he almost pulled out of the mega tour. He said, I don't want to step out with Brenda wearing a coronet and the old ermine. <laughs> it was a sellout. He, he, he sold out. Yeah. 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 Selling out to the queen. Yeah. And of course, through the famous in May 1000, 2010, he pulled out of an appearance in Cannes to promote the Stones documentary Shine a Light. Because he felt the movie is more about Mick Jagger, and in 1989, the Steel Wheels tour was delayed by a row over shepherd's pie. I like <laughs> that they keep wow. it real throughout yeah. the years. You know what? Yeah. They're just they're just gonna fight and get and mad at each other. Then they'll make up and yeah, yeah. get on with it. Keith Richards says nobody busts my crust in my shepherd pie but me. One doesn't exist without the other. And Mick Jagger right. doesn't think the next Rolling Stone will be their last. So the next Rolling Stone tour that's happening this yeah, year is going to the be their last. No, it's not. All right, good. Very well, then. Then I don't have to be so urgent about no. getting right. a ticket. This view was worth a hike. Right? And it's a good way to stay on top of my health. Yes. I'm Colaguard, a prescription colon cancer screening option for people 45 plus at average risk. Have you screened for colon cancer? Not yet. Don't wait. It's more treatable when caught in early stages. Tell me more. Cologuard is non-invasive and it's used at home. It detects altered DNA in your stool to find 92% of colon cancers. 92%? Yep, even those in early stages. This was seen in a clinical study with patients 50 and older. Any positive results should be followed by a diagnostic colonoscopy. False positive and negative results may occur. Cologuard is not a replacement for colonoscopy in high-risk patients. Do not use if you have had adenomas, have inflammatory bowel disease and certain hereditary syndromes, or a personal or family history of colon cancer. Most insured patients pay $0. Ask your provider or an online prescriber if Cologuard is right for you. Or visit Cologuard.com. I'm in. Did you know Nissan EVs have traveled 8 billion miles? Just a quick trip to Pluto and back. And what did we learn along the way? Well, that an EV can take on the world, like the Nissan LEAF. It can move racing forward and take your breath away like the all-new Nissan Aria. We learned to make EVs that electrify. 8 billion miles driven by LEAF owners globally since 2010. Aria not yet available for purchase. Expected availability late fall. Subject to change.